Fantasy Fam. One more week down in the NFL season. Uh, week six is officially over. We are now on to week seven, uh, where more teams have buys, uh, four this week, and a lot of uh, some pretty big injuries going on. How are you guys? How are you guys feeling so far about this season? Pretty big. Pretty big. This is this has been the weirdest fantasy season I've ever experienced ever. Um, to the point where a lot of you know we talked about this before. It's like top tier running backs. We've seen you know that how important they are. But you know Leonard Fournette out, Le'Veon Bell holding out, Devonta Freeman out. We'll get to him. Like so many top tier players are hurt. So many you know mid round guys. Stinks. Yeah, so many <laughs> mid round guys that you hoped would you know be those those catalysts for you have just let you down completely i'm looking at you doug baldwin i'm looking at you larry fitzgerald so you know for me it's been a really weird season i don't think it's larry's fault I, i'm just saying <laughs> as a fantasy player he has let me down so what I, like usually we we see a you know pretty big bell curve for you know the entire season of players however this year it's just seemed like either you got you know a great deal on somebody in that like 15th round or you drafted him with your first overall pick aka todd Gurley. so it's that's why you're winning basically or come on yeah to me to me it's Almost like some of these players obviously are doing incredible, right? Like the Gordons, the Gurleys of the world yeah. that you drafted early, Kamara, incredible except for that one game, which I think is an outlier. Uh, and then other guys literally just like dropped dead of malaria, like an Oregon Trail, like Leonard Fournette. Ooh, meager like, rations. What happened to you? <laughs> right? Going along, going along fine. The family, you're foraging in the river, you know what I'm saying? And then you just lost six oxen and someone died of malaria. And, and it, takes seven, it takes seven yeah. more weeks to get him back, or eight Jeez. more weeks to get him back. So. Uh, yeah, you never been, know what can happen. You never know what's going to happen. It's been a super. In, actually, it hasn't even been that injury plagued. It's just been a weird year. So like, I can't, so I odd. Just, there's way too, there's there's not enough right. consistency going on between like yeah. tight ends. I mean, it's becoming. We were just talking about this like ten minutes ago, brother. Uh, it's be, it's almost like becoming like a dying position. Like, it's a dying. It's a dead position. Like it's just it's just ridiculous. There's there's no good tight ends that play consistent. Like t- maybe five six. That's it. It's awful. Week to week. Austin, Austin Hooper, Loop, Hooper, Eric like Ebron. Now is a Ebron's the number two star now. All he's of a sudden, number two. He's the number two tight end. He was terrible for five years with Matt Stafford. Now all of a sudden, when, when the Colts are down by forty every game, he's dominating. Well, that's because Andrew Luck throws <laughs> the ball sixty times a game. Well, I guess yeah. his arm's feeling better though. The polio string cheese is healed up. You know. Oh, he's loving yeah. it. Two of the top five <laughs> wide receivers coming into week six were Cooper Cup and Adam Thielen, uh, a guy you got in the fourth round of some leagues and a guy you got in probably the seventh or eighth round of some leagues. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, for people. True gentlemen. Nice family, you know. Good yeah. family man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive right into some injuries uh, and yes. some potential guys that could replace them and or, you know, step up into bigger roles. Uh, we'll start with your... New York football Jets, J-E-T-S. Uh, good game this week against the Colts. Thank you. Thank can't you. Believe, can't believe they put up over 40 points. I mean, I can because the freaking yeah. Colts defense is terrible. But uh, yeah. Well, the Jets also kicked seven field goals, so let's be fair. <laughs> True. Maris I mean, graduate, Jason, I believe, right? Isn't he a Maris graduate? If you had graduate? Jason Myers. If you had, yeah, he's a Maris graduate. If you had Jason yeah. Myers this week, he put up probably 26 points for you. Depending on your league format. Like oh, crushed it. It's more than half the running backs this week. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, so the Jets, uh, Quincy Nunwa Quincy did Nunwa, uh, yeah. did go down, and that looked pretty pretty bad for us. I'm not going to lie. Um, likely to miss, what, like two to three weeks, right? I think they're saying at least, as of now, what I read okay. is that they're at least three weeks. Three weeks, four, maybe at the max, I hope. 
Um, so they do have some other players that are capable of filling the shoes of Quincy Nunwa, including Robbie Anderson, who's more of the deep play threat. Um, but what we're actually seeing for that checkdown type of player that you know Nunwa was could be replaced with Terrell Pryor in the uh, in the red zone mm. or Jermaine Curse on it. Jermaine Curse on an every down kind of thing. Shut up, it's Terrell Pryor, right? I don't want to get Pryor. Oh, man. <laughs> you, can hear, you can hear me shaking my head over here. I can. I, yeah, Good so Lord. that's where I think we stand. So for a, you know, a, a you know, on a, a second down, third down type of play, I think, uh, you know, Jermaine Curse is going to be that. I would that, say you know, Curse is the guy to go for. Yeah, the, uh, and that red zone, the red zone threat, I think Terrell Pryor has more of that because of just his size um, and his ability to get up in the air. But other than that, I mean, it's going to be kind of a you know, spread out between the three of them. Put up nine nine catches over ninety yards. Yeah, Jermaine Curse. Yeah, so it's all yeah, right there. Uh, next injury. This one, it's not that big, but he could miss this week. Um, along with a lot of the other receivers that are on bye. So if you have him along with like Antonio Brown or Juju or Devonta Adams, uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Mc McVeigh saying as of now he could miss week seven. I mean, that's that's a obviously it's a. A big loss for your fantasy team as far as the Rams go. I don't. I don't think it's that big of a loss because <laughs> uh, they got so many other animals on the team. Yeah, I think <laughs> Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. I mean, obviously in Gurley, they're all going to get more yeah. touches. I think Josh Reynolds may. I mean, may step in for a couple extra snaps, couple couple passes here and there. But it's really the the guys that have been benefiting all along are just going to get even more. They're going to get peppered with a few more targets, I believe. Um, yeah, especially if they're going, uh, since they're going up against the Arizona Car uh, I mean, the, who are they going up against this week? They're playing the oh, 49ers. That's what I meant. They're playing the 49ers. Who is, who are just, that defense is absolutely terrible. They got um, torched yeah, by Aaron by, Rodgers. By an average, <laughs> you know, in Green Bay this, you know, this year. So I think that Todd Gurley could run over them for 150 plus yards. He put up 200 yards this past a week, which was pretty awesome, and what three touchdowns again? So Denver, right. Denver has given up over four, like five hundred yards the past two weeks. Okay, can we stop <laughs> with the narrative? Can can I stop with people even coming into this year or during this year saying Denver, Denver is a good defense? Denver is not a good defense. Not Denver, uh, not anymore. <laughs> Denver's defense is terrible. They have a they lot are, of talent. They have so oh, much talent, but oh. it's like, well, look at Von, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb on the outside rushing, but then. Yeah. They got nothing else. Where's no that linebackers. secondary? Where is secondary that secondary? Is they have no more secondary anymore. There's nothing there. Chris Harris is the only one still there. And he can't do it by himself. I just so I'm I think that everybody who goes against Denver but, is a you know, good matchup, but, but whatever. Rams playing the Niners this week. Uh it should be hopefully hopefully a high scoring game. Uh, yeah, I mean you never know, honestly. The Rams have had a couple close games against teams that I think people I mean, they should have probably blown out. Let's be honest. Their defense really hasn't been that great, stopping, been the, great. stopping the run. So I think exactly. and the 49ers have been competitive. They're playing hard for Kyle. You know, Mike's Mike's legacy. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll see. Just keep an eye on Cooper Cup, obviously, for this week. Um, uh, a pretty uh, – I mean, he, he played through it. Uh, Baker Mayfield yeah. uh, hurt his – what was it? His ankle um, against the Chargers, but then he finished the game still. Uh, he, I guess the, the most important thing to take away from this performance is that he definitely looked like a rookie. Yeah. He, uh, he <laughs> yeah. Like and if anything makes him feel better, it's the <laughs> fact that he's going up against Tampa Bay in his next game. So that'll really make him who just fired out. their defensive coordinator. Well, yeah. Like 
Mike Smith is super antiquated <laughs> a while ago. He runs really, you know, pedestrian defensive schemes. I so that one doesn't surprise me. If he, he ran like, any schemes at all. Yeah. Mike Mike Smith's defense was letting up 445 40 yards a game total. I mean uh, I I mean this this was, you know, waiting to happen. So, uh if Baker's going to snap out of this and have, you know, a better game and come back from that injury, it's a perfect team to, to do it against they're, they're basically running a cover 2 with no blitz packages. Yes, it's that, like <laughs> it's with terrible true. safeties with like practice squad safeties. You know, yeah, they, opportunity. they just don't have enough experience. Yeah. So they're, they're getting burnt. Yeah, Chris Conti was their best safety, and he stunk, and he was out for the year. So, or not the year, whatever. Got six weeks. Shot so hard that yeah. he tore his, tore his PCL. Yeah. <laughs> or his patella so, tennis. No, whatever. So yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with anybody who owns Jarvis Landry this week, who owns you know uh, Antonio Callaway, wants to start him. Fine, have at it. Um, we've heard that they want to. The Browns really want to get uh, the ball in Nick Chubb's hands more. And which, Duke Johnson too, maybe. And Duke Johnson, yeah, Duke Johnson. But he's he got nothing. Pretty, he's doing nothing. He had a decent game this past week. Um, best he's had this year for sure. He's got um, like he's averaging like six touches each game. Yeah. When so you got I three, just, when you got three running backs like that, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough but uh, to go back on Baker, I think I like I like Baker going forward for the next couple weeks. I mean, they're playing. Yes. I think they're playing Pittsburgh. Kansas City and Atlanta, maybe not in that specific order, but all of those pass defenses are yeah. horrendous. Yeah, they play the Chiefs. <laughs> the, they play the they play the Steelers, then the Chiefs, and then they play the Falcons. Yeah, so those are awful. three awful throw those very vanilla defenses. Awful. So, so, so just be Baker. mindful of Baker if you have someone like Rogers or Russell or Big Ben this week, and you have Baker. I definitely would start him this week. Uh, yeah, there's there's no one else I'd pick up other than, you know, that opportunity of starting Baker against Tampa. What? Yeah. Truth, Truth Bitsky, baby. Truth Bitsky. I don't see him on the waiver in any league, to be honest. Well, then you guys should have picked him up last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Missed, missed my train. He, he looks poor in that first half, and he actually came back in the second half and looked pretty good. So yeah, I will give him that. And they're playing the Pats, too. The Pats That's have true. a and atrocious playing, right. defense. And they're playing the Patriots, so I'll give yeah. them that. And they're home. And they're home. So let's, let's go Bears. <laughs> True. Uh, the next, I guess, the next three guys we're going to talk about are all on the same team for, for the, but they're all like pretty valuable fantasy players. Well, I guess one of them really isn't because he hasn't freaking played this season. Uh, <laughs> but we'll start with Calvin Ridley, uh, who had a bone, who's currently got a bone bruise. Um, it's basically a wait and see situation, kind of. It's I mean, bruise on it. it's. It's a bruise on your bone, by the it's way. A bruise that's on like a contu- <laughs> it's like a contusion. Yes, it's a contusion. Um, and inside probably, like an it's inside a, yeah. contusion. <laughs> it's all I can tell you is that's a bruise that's somewhere on your bone. So and, it's, uh, they're there's they're hoping that he can play. They are playing Monday night against the New York Football Giants, uh, yeah, so baby. that means he's got an extra day of rest. But they do have a week eight bye. So they may try to play it cautious, who knows, and just give yeah. him literally like three weeks rest. Yeah. So, because uh, the next guy, Mohamed Sanu, another yeah. guy who got hurt, Oops, but hurt. he's got a better chance of playing next Monday. Whereas Ridley, I wouldn't be surprised if Ridley sat and Sanu start and Sanu played. To but be like, honest. what do you what do you do then? Like, what like what are we targeting then? If 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 neither of them plays. I got an answer for you guys. Exactly. And I, and I mentioned it before. His name is Austin Hoopaloop Coop. But he's still getting his action, even with these guys. Yeah, playing. even with them on That's the field. That's what I mean. Still getting his Ten targets last week, nine catches, yeah. 71 yards, and a TD. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked that. Matt um, Ryan is probably happy. Matchup. Yeah. With all the tight ends this year, you know, so see, being so inconsistent. I see inconsistent. Hooper picked up in a lot of leagues, though. Well, yeah, Hooper was also playing the Bucks last week. Yeah. Let's be fair. True. <laughs> 
for the Bucks. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so could be, could be an outlier. So I'm if, just saying, if if there's targets to be had, somebody has to take them. Exactly. So it's going to be Tevin Coleman. It's going to be Austin Hooper. So. And Edo Smith too, I think is a Edo Smith, solid pickup now that Freeman's out for eight weeks. So well, Coleman hasn't been at him all that impressive. Oh, exactly. Answers. Freeman which, might be back by the end of the year, but which leads us exactly into yeah. Devonta Freeman, who's on the IR, which he's got to be out. He's got to be out at least eight weeks. But eight weeks, I mean, your your fantasy season is probably going to be close to over, if not over, by yeah. then anyway. Mine's over by now, so it's exactly. Fine. So it's, <laughs> right, or some of your seasons are already. Don't over. give up. Don't ever give up. Uh, <laughs> but exactly like you just said, Tevin Coleman has not been the Tevin Coleman that we've seen. Yeah. When Freeman has not played. I mean, he he can capitalize so much more. He's well, so there's. He's just there's so a, good. I looked into the stats of this one actually last year um, for the past few years, and Tevin Coleman's best games were when Devonta Freeman was on the field. Ooh. Fun fact. So his best games he had was when Devonta Freeman was playing. So he was more of a change of pace guy. He is. He, that's exactly what he is. He is a receiver. There was the, the one year he had his best year where him and Freeman both finished this top 16 running backs. Uh, Tevin Coleman was averaging like 12 yards, 11 yards per reception as a running back. I mean, oh no, it was more than that. It was like 14 or something like that. He was putting up a ridiculous amount of yards per reception, and he's just not seeing that because he is the feature back right now, which kind of hurts his stock next year looking for free agency. But it is what it is. True story. You just sounded you just sounded much better than Jason Witten does on Monday Night Football. Oh my god! They're going to be looking for somebody soon. <laughs> he kicked himself in the foot. That was his words, not mine. Is that before or after he pulled the rabbit out of his head? <laughs> Hey, I'm you not can sure pull there's anything going on in his head. <laughs> I'm not sure there's much going on in the head at this point. Only Aaron can do that, so I, 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 don't, I get it. I don't, I don't know how to do that. I don't, I don't know what's, that. But, hey, if any of you watch Monday Night Football, it's become physically impossible to do so. I cannot watch it because listening to them gives me just, oh, awful feelings. I do like, I do like me some better. Booger. I do like me some Booger McFarlane. He actually doesn't sound that bad. They're just so with hard. That, with that whole tandem, he's the best, obviously. But I guess, and I am a Cowboys fan, and I love me some Jason Witten. But I mean, he does not belong in the broadcast. You know, uh, yeah, you really don't, bro. Sorry. Sorry. Romo, Romo is actually a lot better. Yeah, Romo's good. Than you, yeah. And if he's not good at that, he could just fall back and go play golf. So good for him that he's good at both. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice to be good at something, right? <laughs> uh, so with week seven coming up, there are four teams on a bye. We got the Green Bay Packers, the Oakland, soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, oh, uh, Seattle oh, Seahawks, atrocious. and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's a lot. That's a lot of big players. Two of them have big players. The other two teams suck. Well, I mean, yeah, Rodgers, <laughs> Devonta, Jimmy Graham, maybe oh, Valdez if you actually played him, who's been pretty Valdez, good. Yeah, Valdez Scantling is important, yeah. and then you have uh, the Steelers with Juju and Antonio Big and Big Ben, ben. and Connor. James Connor, James Connor. Yeah, the Seahawks. I I, I want to maybe say Russell. Lockett. Russell's, yeah, had, Russell's had two Lockett, good games. Yeah. In Russell, Lock, yeah, Russell Lockett and Chris Carson or Mike Davis, if you feel so inclined. Lockett's had a um, touchdown in almost in every the, game except for one. For the Raiders, I can't name one player. I'd, well, Marshawn's actually had a decent year. He's, he's, like, he's been like the shining star, and then today they're saying that it might be a serious injury. So yeah, he's if, he's, if he's out, then they're going to fall back on the ageless wonder Doug Martin. No, that sounds terrible. they got to get somebody else. 
I just want to throw this out there because John Gruden just, may cut him or trade him. So okay, so first of all, <laughs> he John might cut himself. <laughs> what, what John Gruden is doing in Oakland is just an abomination. I know he wants to build his own team, and we're not going to get off on a tangent here. But from a perspective of but fantasy, if it's dynasty related here, my prediction, and it's probably not going to come true, but when John Gruden does decide to clean house completely, uh, I predict Derek Carr on the New York Football Giants. Oh, get um, out of here! I do. You well, get out of here. Eli Manning will be gone, and Derek Carr will be the quarterback of the future in New York because they don't want to rebuild. They'd rather go with a guy who's, you know, done it before. So, wow, And Gruden, Gruden wants his own quarterback. Yeah, so, wow. That's my prediction. Bold. Anyway. Bold. Bold, bold statement. All right, so with that being said, uh, with all of those guys on buys, um, we look at some, some dudes to pick up, obviously with bye weeks, but just guys to target going dudes. Through. Guys to target going forward. Um, the biggest one is uh, Ito, Ito. It's Ito. Ito. Ito Smith. Ito. I actually, I actually like him. I don't know how you guys. I don't have him on any team. I've seen him picked up already in some leagues, but I think I like him better than uh, than Tevin Coleman. Yeah, he's he's put up uh, 22 in the last game on 11 carries, and then he put up 35 in one game, put 46 up in one game uh, on the ground, and then he did have a game of 40 yards through the air against New Orleans, but everybody has 40 yards against New Orleans, at least, so that's not that hard. But the thing that I did point out about him that's important for himself and for Tevin Coleman owners is that Edo Smith actually has touchdowns in three consecutive games. Three games, exactly. So that's kind of important because if you need to fill that last uh, flex spot, you can kind of count on him to potentially have that touchdown and that's six points right there so and it is um, a high power offense that you know is going to get down the field can't say anything for yeah. the defense but yeah 11 carries is 11 carries is what puts it for me and I, I with 11 carries in the last game i could see him pushing the 10 to 15 carry range i would say more. yeah i agree the offense has been a lot better and you guys mentioned two of the two receivers yep. potentially being hurt exactly austin hooper is not going to eat up all the targets right, exactly and tevin coleman hasn't been that great and he's not like a picture of good health every year either so he can get I mean, Edo Smith's definitely gonna have some opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, I think it's a great pickup for somebody in the need, you know, for someone who needs to, needs to fill a buy or fill a definitely going a forward. Spot. If you if you yeah, have a Jordan a, Howard or good. a Kenyon Drake, who both Oof. who both mind you uh, had opportunities uh, to score. Can we can we just talk about Jordan <laughs> Howard? Can we talk about Jordan Howard fumbling at the one yard line? Can we talk about it? Wait, was it, was it Jordan Howard or Kenyon Drake or both? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Jordan, one, the Jordan Howard one hurt me to my core because that would have been at least got him eight points for the week instead of two. So for me, it or three, whatever he had. So, I mean, it would have gotten me at least eight points, which would have felt so much better than getting two points. He has been an abomination. That's because Chicago decided to throw the ball a ton, and I'm... And Tariq Cohen's the man. Tariq Cohen's finally taking over. But Jordan Howard's a good running back. Why is he getting, like, eight carries a game? I I don't. And he actually, like, in the second half, too, or even overtime, like, he actually, like, there was one run that he went, like, for, like, 20 yards. Okay. Keep feeding feeding him the ball. Give it to him. Jordan Howard's not a 14-carry guy. He's a 22-carry guy. Which you can do because that offense is running a lot. Like, they're running a lot more plays. I just hate it. I hate it. I, I uh, he's going on my bench this week against the Patriots. Although, although here's my thought process. Okay, I'm going to start Jordan Howard because the Bears are going to want to run the ball and keep Tom Brady off the field, right? What's uh, that's not going to happen though. <laughs> it's another one. It's Kenyon Drake. It's the fact that like Frank Ugh. Gore, you owe you owed his shit for like for like the NFL, not for like the Earth, but, but he, for the NFL. Oh, he dominated. <laughs> But he died. Why is Frank Gore playing? He only got like 11 carries and he had over 100 yards the other day. 
<laughs> why is Frank not for the why? earth, but, but for this you, club? You're not, you're like, you're not, you're old as fuck. But you're yeah, old as fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> point that out. Send us an email if you know what movie that's from. <laughs> Tweet us. <laughs> you pregnant? You can't, can't have be pregnant. a bunch of old and pregnant <laughs> bitches running old around. <laughs> That's what I think of. I like. Why is Frank Gore playing? You have Kenyon Drake. He is this shiny piece of fast dude. I mean, like, Frank why Gore still looks good, but it's like, like poor. I don't. Brock Osweiler. What? Osweiler has three hundred yards. What? Against the no. Bears, the number one defense. Against no, the... well, they, no, 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 let's be honest. They have one of the worst <sighs> secondaries in football. I mean, it's okay. not it's not terrible. It's underrated. It's, it's... it's like one of the best pass defenses going into this week. That was <laughs> atrocious. Brock Osweiler, whoever picked him up in DraftKings is probably laughing all the way to the bank right now. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> no, the person who won, I actually saw on DraftKings this week, the person who won uh, in the league I was in, at least, it was one of the $3, like, million-dollar ones. The yeah. person who won, Brock Osweiler. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because he probably cost, like, 17 bucks. Yeah, he cost he cost I think like thirty five hundred. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Shame on you, whoever. So anyway, <laughs> Shame good on you, Lord. Vic. But that's our little rant on Jordan Howard and Kenyon Drake and oh. another freaking guy, go Dion Lewis. Play. Another one. Jesus, the Tennessee Titans only have five on offensive touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> no, Derrick Henry is droppable. He's Drop he is atrocious. Him. How they were three and zero or three and one is beyond. Like I don't, I do not understand how. I, I don't. I, the M- Music City Miracle is like, like they <laughs> should, the past. right? They should just keep showing that over and over again to remind these guys like what you aren't. <laughs> oh my! This is turning into a roast. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like this a grinds my gears. Uh, so, yeah. But we have to talk about these things, you know. So that's people, because it's seven, we're six weeks in. People are frustrated. I am frustrated. I'm like so frustrated. I, this was supposed to be. I, my worst team was supposed to be three and three, not freaking one and five. Yes, one and five. Like, right that's because <laughs> that's because of these players. It's because of people like Jordan Howard and Kenyon Drake and Larry Fitzgerald. Like that's why I'm one and five. Uh, Derek Henry's been on the waiver in one of my leagues for the last like no, three, three weeks, and don't I pick him no up. There's no point. There's really no point. I mean, the guy runs straight up and down. He stinks. They he allowed into Brandon eleven Jacobs. sacks. They allowed eleven sacks. Yes, eleven sacks. Yep, eleven sacks. Mariota had Mariota had ten completions. Ten completions, eleven sacks. Okay, so Guys, that's why. So Mariota was my breakout this year. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, but on to our on to our uh, our next. We're gonna digress a lot here. Ooh. On to, on to our next, next guy. Um, see, but here's the thing, though. You don't. I mean, he's he's hit or miss. But last mm-hmm. week he freaking. Oh my god! So Latavius Murray. I mean, God bless anybody that decided to start him and actually followed the game and switched him in. Um, I did. Had over 100 <laughs> yards, and he finally scored the first rushing touchdown for the Minnesota yeah. Vikings this past week on a 21-yard carry, I believe. Um, but he absolutely, like, I don't even, I feel, I just feel bad for Dalvin Cook, another person who you guys probably drafted too high and who's doing absolutely nothing. This uh, is, well, he's not on the field, and when he is on the field, he's pretty ineffective. He so. stinks. He's not even that good. It's like, chandelier. it's chandelier. awful. Yeah. So Latavius. Mm-hmm. I, I'm because I, I it's so I'm, I'm like aggravated because I had Latavius in the same league that I have Jordan Howard. <laughs> oh God, this is why, and I I should I should support it myself and actually do it myself. But this is why it's so important to not end your season at the draft because literally all of the players we have talked about exactly except for like one are all waiver wire guys. All waiver wire. Literally, literally every single one of them are waiver wire guys. 
The only person, the only like two people we talked about tonight that aren't waiver wire guys are Cooper Cup and Devonta Freeman. Everybody else was probably picked on the waiver. Literally, probably everybody. no, they they were. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally everybody else we've everyone else we've talked about is a waiver. And it happens so, every. It's important. You need to watch the season. games. You need to see the flow of the game, the scheme, what's happening, who's who's playing, who's doing well, who's not. Take chances, trade guys. Right. I mean, it's we can not draft. about who you drafted. Honestly, it's about yeah. watching the games and picking up. Yeah, it's it's about it's about uh, you know adapting to the change of of injury of buys of just sucking. I mean, these two guys we can kind of group together in the next one, and that's Chester Rogers and Taylor Gabriel. Both of them are must starts at this point because of their opportunities. Well, Taylor I mean, Gabriel more so than Chester Rogers. Chester Rogers had like eleven targets and he only had four yeah, freaking catches. Yeah, but his but his is opportunity. His is based on the fact that T. Y. Hilton's out and Jack Doyle's out. So his is pure opportunity. But Taylor Gabriel's is because he fits into that offense perfectly. He's awesome. I mean, yeah. love him. He is the Matt Nagy is good. Nagy, yeah, he is the perfect Matt Nagy receiver. Exactly. Five catches, so, five targets, 100, 110 yards this past game. Sign me up every single week. Catches everything. Ten targets for the last two weeks. Catches that's awesome. It's absolutely, uh, literally, it is bananas how many targets uh, Rodgers is getting. It really is. I think the past two weeks he's had 22 oh. targets or before, yeah. even before this week, actually. He salvaged himself with the touchdown, though, thankfully. Oh, my I God. Thank him. God. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Andrew Luck, I guess we can put to bed that his uh, polyo string cheese arm is is healed. I guess because he's been throwing the ball at least forty five times. Yeah, it's three like interceptions. Though. Every single game. doesn't matter when you throw for over four hundred yards and four touchdowns. I'll take it. He could throw three picks. <laughs> and, and, ask, and then you ask why you only reel in five receptions uh, out of you know out of twelve targets is because Andrew Luck throws the ball forty yards over your head every time. Chester freaking Rogers, he can't catch. Like he's it's just bad. They did just sign. Care. They did just sign Dontrell Inman. I don't. I don't see cool. that taking a huge effect. Maybe. Cool. Awesome. No, it's not. Exactly. Right. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't. Not. not Naeem Hines could have could have had oh. a pretty good day, but he dropped a freaking pass going into the Jeez. end zone. And then Marlon Mack came out of retirement. It felt like from being yeah. hurt this entire season. And yeah. Actually, had a game almost 90 yards in the ground, looked elusive, ran hard, ran through the holes. Like, and the Jets have a pretty solid defense too. So I, I was, I was impressed with Marlon Mack. I think he's a pickup this week. I honestly had, I can honestly say I had never seen Marlon Mack play football before. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I never watched him play football. I just, this week was different. I just never watched him play. And like this week, I was like, wow, he's actually a football player. He's actually he an NFL good. player. He so. looked good this game. He did. The offensive line actually helped for once ever for the Colts. So I they think look. Left tackle came back. Anthony. Costanzo. Costanzo. This is his first game back, so that helped. That obviously helped, but it didn't help on the defensive side because they gave up 42 points to Sam Darnold and the Jets. And they lost. Who looked pretty good, too, actually. Three and three, man. Three and three. What's up? We are not last. We have a a 500 record. Will it last? Who knows? Maybe. You don't know. There's no way in hell it should, but that's beside the point. I mean. I still haven't played the Patriots yet. Pick next year. First yeah. pick's going to be the Giants, the Raiders, or who knows? I mean, look, the Jets have the Vikings and the Bears back-to-back weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, shall, we shall see. Um, this this guy is one of my favorites, and I, if I had picked him up, I probably would have won a league. Uh, CJ Uzoma from Auburn, getting a lot of yeah. action. Uh, Tyler Croft is out. Tyler Eifert, I mean, he's he's always out. Just a, such a shame, but uh, he he had six catches on seven targets for 54 yards. Uh, yeah, from a tight end, that is that's that's like incredible. I will well, take that every really single. Is, 
Yeah. Dalton loves the tight end. I mean, that year that Tyler Rippert had like 13 touchdowns in like nine Six games. Six games, exactly. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he loves the tight end. And he's actually used Uzoma in like... He's a big like, boy, too. Even Eifert played like he was using him. So, uh, I really think he, he's a must-add at this point. And tight end is the worst market there is. Um, it's a streaming position. Pick him up every week if you want. And Uzoma no, should be... I disagree. Different. I disagree. Don't do that. Don't pick up Hayden Hurst. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't pick up Hayden Hurst, the first-round draft pick. Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst. Um, hey, how about Ryan? How about Ryan Griffin of Houston, who had like twelve points two weeks ago? Oh wait, what did he do last week? Zero. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Ricky Seals Jones two weeks ago. Yeah, I, picked I know. Him up. Literally, goose egg. We talked about it. He got zero this week. Five catches for sixty-nine yards. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I, I'm done with the tight end position. What I want to actually. I want to bring back the kicker position. I want to drop the tight end position. Wow. I have no interest in it. Wow. I have not. Should no we start that? Should we start that hashtag? Drop the tight end. It should be, it should be a, like you should have a third flex no matter what league you're in, and that should be like a tight end optional, uh, like for like your Gronk owners and your Kelsey owners and people like that. But I have no interest in starting a tight end. Wow. I, we'll start a fullback, Christian Okoye. I'm gonna pick him up on the legend, my legend yeah. team. Yeah, literally, like yeah. I'm done with this. Like I'm so sick of the tight end position. Um, so yeah, I, I had hoped that Kasiki would be something. Oops, he's not. Yep, me um, too. Oh yeah. Hey James, J, uh, James O'Shag Hennessy uh, is about O'Shag. to is about to be. <laughs> yeah, who's James, that? James Who's O'Shag? O'Shag? You mean O'Shag? O'Shag? you mean Principal yeah. O'Shaughnessy? Yeah, <laughs> you mean Principal O'Shaughnessy. Another reference uh, to a wonderful video. Oh my god! Um, but he's going to be the starting tight end now in Jacksonville. Will he lay a goose egg? Tune in. We have no idea. <laughs> Tune in, but there's a good chance he's either going to blow up at zero. He so. can't block for shit, but he's yeah, who knows? But... <laughs> who knows? They, they just look abysmal, and I just want to shout out to my Cowboys. Oh, but they're going to lose to the Skins next week. They're going to probably put up like seven points. Yeah, and nobody's gonna show up. <laughs> and you know who's gonna show up again? Maybe we don't know. Vernon okay. Davis. Yeah, exactly. Another another vampire werewolf. I don't even know Frankenstein tight end. What do you call these guys that come oh, up out of nowhere? I was gonna the pick Universal him up catalog. too. I was like, you Frank, know what? Let me pick up Frank Vernon Moore. Davis. <laughs> Three catches, forty-eight yards, and a touchdown. And the number two receiver, Jordan Reed, five catches, thirty-six yards. Uh, what? I, I I I can't anymore fantasy. Literally, this has been the worst. This has been the weirdest. Not the worst. This has been the weirdest year of fantasy to date. Because the season's I, not over yet. It's not over it yet. Is, yeah, yeah. And the, the the cream will rise to the top as it always does. But like, I, I just don't know what it's gonna look like. Now it's crunch time. Now it's crunch time. Yeah, it's like, like basically just, a half, another half of the season for fantasy. Oh, God, it's unfortunate in so many ways. We'll uh, we'll we'll finish off with two more wide receivers. Um, both small, tiny guys. Uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, I I like Christian Kirk. I think we liked him in the beginning of the season, but we didn't know what his role was going to be. Larry's also kind of banged up a little bit. I mean, he's maybe his age is starting to kick in. I don't, I don't know, but Josh Rosen actually likes likes throwing a Christian Kirk. Kirk. He does a lot. Um, he got seven targets this last game, 11 over the past two. Uh, I think he, what he had a, did he have a touchdown this past week too? Yeah, yeah, he had a pretty good. He had a pretty good game. Christian Christian Kirk, we liked coming into this year. We didn't like the uncertainty of Bradford or Rosen. But and then we all we all thought maybe not we but most fantasy people thought that you know Larry Fitzgerald was just going to assume his role of you know 100 receptions no matter who the quarterback was because he's done it before. Drew Stanton and whoever the hell else you know play play quarterback for them. However, Fitzgerald's been banged up. He's older, and that offense is anemic. So. We kind of gave up on Christian Kirk because why would he succeed where others have failed? But he's actually looked pretty good. I'm not going to deny that. I mean, so. 
I just it it's it just proves that Sam Bradford, like you got your money, bro. Just stop playing. Twenty <laughs> million doll hairs for that. Just stop playing, dude. Just go back and be like a broadcaster for for Oklahoma because they can definitely use you. <laughs> Rather see a sign Tebow, Jesus. Oh my God, like. Good lord, he has conned the NFL for so much money. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And he's got his doc. He's got his old all his doctor's bills were, were taken care of for all his torn ACLs. So goodness gracious, hey, good for him. So Christian Kirk, uh, PP, I would say a PPR league definitely, maybe even a standard league. Probably pick him up this week. Well, that'd be uh, touchdown dependent. I'm not really looking for that with the freaking Cardinals, but we'll pick him up. I would <laughs> say, I would say, I would say he's definitely an, an ad. They are. They are playing the Broncos, so uh, anything is possible. Thursday night too. Thursday yeah. night games are games are crazy. You never know who's going to dominate. Christian Kirk is a potential one, but he's I think he's more touchdown dependent, honestly. But. And then um, also back from the or back from the dead, I guess what you're saying, vampire Frankenstein, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Uh, Cole Beasley, who had yeah. his, who had his first hundred yard game in. I, God knows how long. In like three seasons or something. Like it's been a long time. Over a hundred yards, two touchdowns. De- I mean, the Cowboys' offense looked phenomenal Great. against a against so-called top five defense. Great Jacksonville defense. I mean, they, they made them look stupid. Yeah, like, they really did. They made them look dumb. Well, they needed somebody <laughs> to emerge as Dak's number one, and people said Hearns. People said Gallup. Well, first of all, but Hearns can be cut. Hearns off. is I, Gallup. Nothing. He's starting to get a little bit. He's still a rookie. Cole Beasley is the number one. He is the de facto number one. Is he a number one fantasy wide receiver? No, but he is a flex option. I think he's a must add, but he's also a case-to-case basis for starting. Exactly. Let's see how next week goes, but if if Dak's throwing to him at least – someone like he did this past week, I I would say he's definitely a a start. I mean, obviously, depending on next week what your situation is, but – yeah. Cole. I agree. I like Cole. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe this season. Week seven, heading Week our seven. way. I, I am, I am ready for it. I am because um, I am excited for what the Jets. Usually, I've given up at this point from the Jets, and I kind of just focus on fantasy. But this year, the Jets are good, and my fantasy team sucks, so it's great. <laughs> I mean, is it? So it's a nice change of is it? I mean, I have a few good teams, but. I mean, it has been a lot of fun, though, honestly. I've gone out to the bar a couple times. There's been every game in front of me. I've seen bartenders freak out when you ask them to put a game on, and it's like, dude, what, dude, did, you, what did you expect, bro? <laughs> what did you expect, man? Literally, the games are on in 20 minutes. you got some time to figure this out. You're, you're, you're panicking, and this is your job. Let's take it easy, take a step back. I mean, some, some crazy, crazy performances, though, this week. I'm just going to roll through these games as quick as possible here. Barkley dominated. I feel bad for him. Joe Brown finally scored a touchdown at the end of James Conner. Philip Rivers. Tyrell Williams. Wow, who is that? Keep an eye on that guy. See, like what? Where did that come from? Yeah, what was that? Brock Osweiler. Don't pick him up. Don't pick him up. But that was still crazy. I mean, I can go on. Maybe we'll... We'll throw some more positive, up, up, upbeat, you know, happy stuff at the end of the uh, next episode. Yeah, anyone, yeah, that's true. If anyone made it to this point in this hey, one. Are you DeAndre? Do you DeAndre owners? He's still doing it. If, if yeah. anything is, if anything is, of, defense. if anything is importance in this episode, as we sh- we showed you that your your first round pick is probably doing really good unless you drafted Letter for or Delvin Cook, and your your late round picks or waiver wire guys are doing great. Everything in between sucks. Literally everything. Oh, yeah, it's pretty Brady, bad. 
Devontae Adams, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. So. TJ Bethard. Oh, my but God. Rashad, Rashad Penny's looks great. Rashad Penny looks awesome. Um, just, just kidding. Amari Cooper, another one looks Amari awesome. Amari Cooper, he looks fantastic. Um, he's so he's going to be an Eagles soon, by the way, FYI. Just call him that now. He'll be so Eagle. he's not going to catch anything in Philly now. There's, gonna, there's, there's speculation. <laughs> Last thing to talk about is Amari Cooper and Carl Joseph, the safety, uh, potentially being floated out there to be traded to the Eagles. Um, I don't know if that's actually going to happen or if it's just speculation, but you can literally see that John Gruden is cleaning house. And if I were the Davis family, I would clean house with Gruden, but that's the side I, I, point. See, we, I just had this conversation today at work, actually, and I, I, I would give it at least till next season to – I mean, you sign the guy. You, it's you don't, $100 billion dollars for 10 years. I know, years. exactly. If they're, if they're letting him do this, you got to give him more than one year. That's the problem. Yeah, well, exactly, that's what I'm saying. You're going like, for 10. So. Maybe, he's, maybe, he's got, maybe he's got some something. He's been out works. of the game for so long. He is not. But he's, he's been so coaching. Antiquated. He does those ESPN freaking specials with the quarterbacks where he sits in that creepy-looking room. Just because he, he breaks down game film with all of them. Those just were because, great, honestly. Those yeah, were great. I think you got to give them that, time too. You got to give them time. They're struggling now. They look atrocious. The defense is no, abysmal, but you got to give them time. Just because he does that doesn't mean that he like he he has to run offensive schemes, defensive schemes. He exactly. has to know how to, He's basically the general manager, so he's making decisions for players he wants that might actually suck. Well, we'll see who he drafts next year. I think that's going to be key because he picked up a couple draft picks. And he's getting he's, rid of and, every first round. And he can only yeah. sign free agents <laughs> if they're over thirty-three years old and have been hurt within the last two years. So. Good lord. All right. Um, so that was our uh, that was our rant about week six and the upcoming week <laughs> seven. <laughs> uh, we thank you That's for a episode. Thank you. Yeah, that was a very exciting and you know very passionate. We'll call it a very passionate yeah. episode. Passion's I like, good. I like that. I like that word. It's we'll a good, fire. It's a good. It's a good word. Uh, so obviously you can uh, shoot us an email, thefantasyfam at gmail.com. You can go to our website. You know, leave comments under our episodes or just even subscribe to our email list, uh, thefantasyfam.com. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, at thefantasyfam. Uh, we are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and uh, a new one now, Overcast, yeah. uh, which which is pretty sweet. Um, so when we release episodes, obviously, uh, we try to obviously let you guys know on Twitter, Um Every single time that we upload. we're saying is we're kind of a big deal now. I mean, it's... We're getting there. We're, we're getting <laughs> we're, there, yeah. We're, we're, kind of we're moving our way up there, yeah. So... I'm proud of you guys. Uh, oh, you. Stop it. Stop <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. This is the Fantasy Fam signing off.